Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio, old radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to episode 44 of season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Peter Bruff was a ventriloquist who gained fame in Great Britain during the 30s and 40s. In 1944, he began his radio career, and in 1950, debuted his dummy Archie, a mischievous child who domineered his mentor, Bruff. Bruff and Archie were often compared to Edgar Bergen and his dummy, Charlie McCarthy, although both were completely unique due to their popular radio acts, one in America and the other in Britain. Educating Archie, Bruff's radio show ran from 1950 to 1960 and was extremely popular, averaging 15 million listeners a week. A spin-off series, Archie's The Boy, ran from 1954 to 1955, but never caught on like its predecessor. Bruff went on to TV with the BBC sitcom Here's Archie, but this revealed his limitations as a ventriloquist as his lips were frequently seen to be moving. By 1960, Bruff's show business career was pretty much over, and he focused on other pursuits until his death in 1999. Life with Luigi was the show that basically became known for ending Bob Hope's popular radio program, which got slaughtered in the ratings when running in the same time slot as Life with Luigi. The show starred J. Carol Nash as lovable Italian immigrant Luigi Bosco, who runs a shop in Chicago, and Alan Reed as fellow immigrant Pasquale. The shows always start and end with Luigi writing to his mother back in Italy about the adventures that each show explored. It ran from 1948 to 1953. Now, sit back and enjoy the April 1st, 1954 broadcast of Educating Archie and the February 27th, 1949 broadcast of Life with Luigi. Ladies and gentlemen, we present Peter Brough and Archie Andrews in Educating Archie. Have you heard about the burglary next door? Yes, I did. Terrible. You know, the daughter of the house suffered most. You know, the thief went into her room and pinched her pearl necklace. Well, then it couldn't have been you. Why? Well, you leave the necklace and pinch the girl. That's it. <laughs> and listen, young man, while this burglar's in the district, we've got to be prepared. Now, what would you do if you woke up in the middle of the night and heard strange noises? <laughs> well, I'd come running into your room with a glass of water and the bicarbonate. <laughs> That's enough. Well, I'm off to town now, my boy. I've got a most important business appointment this evening, so you go to bed early and make sure all the doors are locked. You understand? All right. Right. Goodbye. Well, I must be careful, mustn't I, eh? You know, I thought a burglar did break in once. I heard a noise in the middle of the night, switched on the light, looked under the bed and found a man. He wasn't a burglar. It was Ralph. He heard the noise first. <laughs> oh, hello, Monica. Monica, have you heard about 
Dodging around in the garden? No. <laughs> More like it is dodging around in his club. <laughs> well, then it, it, it must be the burglar out there. Ooh. He's waiting to creep in and rob us. Oh, not to worry. I'll keep a tight grip on my lollipop. <laughs> now, come on, Archie. Let's go out and get him. Oh, but steady on, Monica. Oh, no. come on. I've had three ginger pops and a fast carry. <laughs> come on, into the garden. <laughs> Oh, Monica. Oh, 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 it's dark out here. Oh, I just got something wet and clammy with my left hand. Oh, what was it? My right hand. <laughs> oh, Monica, be sensible. I can't see a thing, Archie. Well, hold my hand and I'll lead you up the garden path. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, here we go. Now, careful now. Oh, oh, stop! Monica, look, a clue. Someone must have been here. There's a secret end on the grass. And it's still alight. Oh, that's I have a whip. Oh, Archie, it's a glue worm. Shh, quiet now. Shh, look, there he is. There's a burglar walking up and down by that tree. What? I can smell something very fishy afoot. Yeah, not surprised. You're standing in the fertilizer. <laughs> Why your neck in? Oh, Archie, I know how to catch him. Let's climb up the tree and as he passes by, you jump on him. Oh, that's it. That's a good idea. All right. Give us a leg up. Come on. Okay. There we go. Yes, yes. Well, sit yes. on this branch. Yes. Stop wriggling! Well, is it here we crawling up my leg? <laughs> Jolly nice. <laughs> you like that sort of thing. Quiet. Here he comes. Oh. Oh. Oh, Monica. I'm so excited. I've got perspiration coming out of my head. Oh, but I've got pickles coming out of my gush. <laughs> He'll be underneath us in a minute. Oh, all tight now. I've got the handcuffs from my detective set for you. Oh, very good. Stand by, Archie. Right. All right. Now! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, 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 Pull him down, Monica. Get him down this time. Oh, that's the idea. Oh, oh. it's brass. Oh, yeah. Wrong crook. You little ruffian, get those handcuffs off me at once. I can't move. Get them off, I say. Oh, Archie, you'll never make a policeman. Look what you've done. You can cuff his right hand with his left ankle. Come on, unlock those handcuffs at once. Now, where's the key? Come on. Monica, you had it last. Have you got it? <laughs> no. Listen, you two, don't stand there talking while I'm trussed up like a chicken like this. Monica, go and get a fire at once. Mr. Bassett, it's no time to be doing your nails. Hey, don't be cheeky. Run along and get the tool kit at once. Archie, that girl gets worse and worse. What is all that? It's really brown. When you look at Monica, you ought to remember that underneath that tattered blouse, there lies a tattered vest. <laughs> Here we are. I've got the tools. Now, Archie, you're going to 
Will you hold the chisel on the chain of the handcuffs and I'll bash it with a hammer. Oh, my finger. Oh, that's my thumb. Look out, kneecap. Here I come. <laughs> Monica, that was my wrist. You're supposed to hit the chisel. I know, and all the time I'm getting nearer. Oh, oh. Oh, well, thank goodness I'm free at last. You little hooligans. What on earth were you playing out here at this time? Well, we were only trying to... Here, wait a minute. What were you doing, Brass, lurking around in the garden? Yes. It's a night time like this. Peter, Peter, darling, I've been waiting here for ages. Where are you? Well, what do you know? It's the girl next door. She hasn't just listened. She can't speak properly. <laughs> Come on, Monica, what a waste of time. <laughs> we didn't catch the burglar after all. No, but if you'd have come ten minutes later, we certainly have caught Mr. Brass. <laughs> one of my favorite old tunes. It's called My Blue Heaven.
at our very last week of term. You know, we usually go out and have a dinner. Oh, Dr. Seekham isn't half excited. Good morning, sir. I'm ready for the dinner party. How do I look? Oh, Dr. Seekham, well, look at yes, you. Yes, I thought you'd be amazed. You <laughs> wouldn't think it possible that one man could be so handsome and rakish. <laughs> go on, Seekham, lad. Give the mirror a treat. <laughs> oh, sir, sir. Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's wolfing now. He looks like an elephant chasing its tail. Sir, <laughs> sir. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy. I'm just loosening up. Well, don't go too far. You're loosening up as it is. I'll attend to you when the room stops going round. <laughs> well, you shouldn't waltz round like that if it affects you. Waltzing round affects me? <laughs> Nonsense. Well, what are you doing on all fours? <laughs> That's nothing to do with my waltzing. The stupid paw keeps going up and down. Look, can you see me all right? Only too well, laddie. Do you have to sit there in three? <laughs> oh, dear. Come on, sir. I'll help you up. Oh, oh. That's better. I can't understand it. It's probably dancing on an empty stomach. <laughs> I'll just sit out and get a bit of breakfast. But you just had one breakfast. Perhaps you'd account. <laughs> well, never mind, sir. Hello, Archie. Looking forward to tonight. Oh, hello, Miss Dingerbody. Oh, yes, I am looking forward to it. But, you know, it won't be as good as last year. I didn't go last year. That's what I mean. <laughs> Watch it, laddie. One more report of that calibre, and the master will be in and out before you know he's been. <laughs> oh, Harold, I'm so looking forward to seeing you in evening dress. I don't know what you mean. I'm already in evening dress. Oh, 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 forgive me, Harold. I've never seen a green one before. <laughs> oh, that is a brush off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if this is evening dress, sir, where are the tails? Here. Harold, you're not supposed to tie them round your waist. <laughs> the tails should drop down at the back. I had a choose between the tails dropping down or my trousers. <laughs> Oh, I never heard anything so silly. It's all right for you. A couple of tacks and you're catered for. <laughs> now, is that nice, Harold? Well, he shouldn't go around making an innuendo like that. Innuendo? Yes, put the Radio Times in a window and say hello to Ronnie Walman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the subject of your evening dress. Yes, sir. You know, you really should wear a bow tie. I couldn't get one. This ordinary tie will have to do. Don't think I'm being critical, Harold, but couldn't you have found a tie that didn't have Marilyn Monroe on it? <laughs> Marilyn. <laughs> this is my favorite tie. <laughs> In a high wind, she does a wiggle dance. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what you want, I Harold, come on. See you later, Archie. <laughs> well, I hope this single body fixes him up. He looks like a pile of rubbish with a face on top. Oh, look, it's Mr. Miles. Morning, Master Archie. Oh, Mr. Miles, look, why aren't you getting ready for the dinner tonight? Oh, not me, thank you. I'm not cut out to go prancing around in them monkey suits. But well, you don't have to dance. You can just see. Oh, no, that wouldn't seem right, me sitting in one of them fancy cafes. I should look like a tomtit in a peacock show. <laughs> well, we miss you, you know. Bless you, Master Archie. That's very, very kind of you, but I've got to get packing, you know. I've got to get my cart in order, like. <laughs> Well, look who's here. Ah, my old donkey, Knocker. (laughs) 
I sent her a telegram and we're off on the road again today. Well, well, knocker. Here, there's a basket of carrots in the house. I'll go and get them. Morning, pick up. Down, knocker, down, down. That isn't food. <laughs> oh, 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 She bit me. Well, isn't that nice? She remembers you. <laughs> I prefer to be forgotten. Well, I can't stand here gossiping all day. Just check what's in the cart, will you? Net for holding rabbit. Pen for pig. Hook on the back for tethering the horse. But you haven't got any animals. Ah, but we should be passing old Cockthorn Farm if a little bit later on. <laughs> we should pick some up. Now then, pots, pans, kettles. Oh, by the way, Dr. Seacum, have you ever brewed tea in an old tin can? No, but I should think it'd be rather fun. Oh, I'm glad you think so, because I've knocked off your kettle. <laughs> You can't take that in it. It's got my life savings in it. Oh, dang me. I didn't know that. Which one is it? Oh. Here we are. Ah, oh, this is it. There. My life savings. Yeah, but there's only 14 bob here. I'm only young. <laughs> yeah, mentally, yes. Hello, Mr. Miles. Why, look, old knocker. <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, now, I'd just like to thank you people for being so nice-like. Any time I see you on the road, I'll be pleased to give you a lift. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Miles. We shall miss you and Knocker. Well said, Agatha. Now, hoppy go, Tinker. May your road be smooth. Thank you. Thank you very much. Say goodbye, Knocker. <laughs> goodbye. 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 Well, goodbye all, and have a nice time at your dinner tonight. We thank will. Bye-bye. Love my knocker and she loves me with a fall la 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 Well, Archie, my boy, this is our last prank. What are you going to do with yourself now? Frank. I'm going to go home for a holiday. Really? Yes, I'm going back to see the corny country cousins of mine. Hometown, want to wander round your back street. Ah, that's the place. See your tumble-down old shack street. Yes, sir. I'd love to walk in on the corny country cousins of mine. Yours. Hometown, where the dogs are be doing. Where there's always nothing doing I'll get a welcome from the corny country cousins of mine There's an old schoolhouse door We used to tumble through at four oh, pity, And the small and is tall uh -huh. Where I could go without lollipops and come for more Hometown Where the garden trees are shady where our Evie was a lady I'm going back to see the corny country passes of mine There's an old schoolhouse door We used to tumble through at four And the small and the store Where I could go with us and lollipops and hum for more Hometown Where the garden trees are shady where our Evie was a lady I'm going back to 
to see the corny country passengers by. Back again to my And so, being the end of term, our team, Miss Singlebody and Dr. Seacombe made their way to the Café du Poison. We would like to believe it was Poison, but there was only one S. However, they entered in fine style. Can I have your coats, monsieur? Why, are you cold? <laughs> are you cold? <laughs> Honestly, you can't take him anywhere. Oh, he's just excited, Archie. And now, uh, Dr. Seacombe, sir, will you follow me? Did you hear that, Agatha? She knows my name. Harold, stop showing off. Showing off, Agatha? The wake and knew me? A special table for the orchestra? Uh, wait a minute. Who's paying for this? Uh, what a lovely place this is. <laughs> Never mind that. Who's going to be lumbered? <laughs> now, don't you worry, Harold. We pay in turn. Two years ago, I paid. Last year, Archie paid. Mm -hmm. And uh, can I have a menu? Leave it alone. <laughs> Now, don't cause a scene, sir. I ordered in your name the best of everything. In my name? Either the table to your liking, sir, or would you like one a little nearer to the orchestra? The nearer the orchestra, the more expensive, sir. With it, sir. The band is rather noisy, isn't it? <laughs> but it will be when it starts. <laughs> Have you another table? Now, where do you suggest, sir? In the street. <laughs> Monsieur is uh, pleased to make us a joke. <laughs> uh, now, uh, what, have, uh, what are we having? We have not paid for yours. Harold, <laughs> they all talk like that. Well, now, let me see. Now, I'll If you to... don't mind, laddie, I'll order. <laughs> now, let me see the menu. Three coffees. <laughs> This, uh, monsieur, is a restaurant, not a coffee shop. Give me the menu. Uh, Agatha. <laughs> Two dozen oysters. Uh, bottle of Chateau du Vin. Consommé de Agatha. Followed by fresh trout, chicken a l'Americain with corn roti and Brussels sprouts. And I'll order it later. <laughs> <laughs> Have some tummy vermicelli and then. Lovely, please. Fresh trout, sirloin steak, well done, pom sauté, a few asparagus, an ice cream for seven. What are you having, Harold? Kittens. <laughs> Kittens, roti, and also free coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Be that there. Uh, no, I am. Uh, oh, I. I made a lackout. Hand me the menu, Doc Holmes. I'll have a uh, little choice and uh, um, cook it through. <clears throat> Egg and chips. Merci beaucoup, monsieur. Merci beaucoup. Please. Here, incidentally, waiter, where is the orchestra? The orchestra? Oh, ha, ha, ha. You cannot see them. They are behind the curtain. They are very, very shy, you know. I asked them to play for you. I asked them. Thank you. If we're trying to sit near the orchestra, I don't see why we can't watch them. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Ethan, there we are, monsieur. The 
orchestra is delighted to play for you. They all say how much they consider it an honor, sir, and uh, I... Excuse me, sir. I think uh, the conductor has a little cramp, sir. <laughs> I wonder how much that'll cost me. You know, I smell a rat somewhere. But you ordered chicken, didn't you? <laughs> no, that's stands behind the curtain. I say, wait, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. While you're there, will you ask them to say something different? Uh, of course, monsieur. They have uh, the unlimited repertoire. On the moment. enough to put you off your food, isn't it? Quick, cancel your order. <laughs> now, monsieur, uh, uh, how do you like that tune? Oh, it's terrible. Ask him to play something else. Oh, blimey. <laughs> no more. Don't be difficult, Archie. Well, it was a shocking tune, wasn't it? <laughs> it's a gramophone you've got there, isn't it? What do you expect? John Barbie Rolly and his hot seven? <laughs> I won't be insulted here. Well, where would you like to be insulted, sir? The audacity. As soon as we've eaten, we'll leave. No, let's leave now. Hey, uh, pleasure. Your bill, monsieur. Bill? Seven pounds, twelve and six. We've had nothing. It's so very expensive, sir, yes, isn't it? Go on, sir, pay him. We'll go somewhere else. Seven pounds, twelve and six. Uh, haven't you got it, monsieur? No, no. Of course I have. <laughs> Me, the playboy of East Acton? <laughs> Well, monsieur, I will return when you have caught him out. Let me sing a buddy and I'll go on ahead of you. No, eh? no, no, let's not leave yet, eh? Let's sit here and, uh... Why, are you counting the dinos? I may have to wash up. <laughs> Just tell the man you can't pay, that's all. Waiter? Have you enough people? Uh, yes, sir, my monsieur. A waiter? Just a people who cannot pay the bill. No, 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 believe I have stacks of money. <laughs> I think we say, what's the cabaret? You have a cabaret, I presume? Oh, it all depends, sir. You see, monsieur... All of the people who cannot pay the bills, they go on to the cabaret act, yes, sir? Oh. Would you announce me as Harry Hartrog? <laughs> and so you cannot uh, put the bill, huh? Ha ha! I thought as much. Well, you know, I'm rather short at the moment. <laughs> He's not interested in your height. Anyway, would you be good enough to announce me? One moment. Uh, there is another unfortunate who cannot pay his bill before you. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Cabaret time. And our first artist is a Monsieur Arnold Fringer Singer. Piece of pie, and I was worried about paying the bill. <laughs> oh, my papa, to me he was. <laughs> Your turn now, sir. Say, you're on. You're not afraid, are you? No, it's so cozy under the table. Oh, Harold, I'm sure you'll be all right. <laughs> well, let him get on, sir. <laughs> Bring him on. Come on, we're waiting. Oh, they're getting restless, sir. Somebody's only got to throw one plate and they'll all start. Yeah, well, put that plate down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ari... Arthur Frog. Bravo! Oh, me to the garden and more. 
How much is that bill again? Seven pound twelve and six. Oh. Juggling with two plates. Hop, here we go. I've been letting one along. It's a little yellow idol. No, please, sir, please, sir. Please, I do not wreck the plate. Let us have no trouble. Yes, sir. Let's do an extra batting game. Well, how do you mean, Archie? Well, you stand on Dr. Seacombe's shoulders, and I'll stand on your shoulders. I don't want. I'll climb out through the skylight. <laughs> A rod jack is, my love. <laughs> no, 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 no. They will erect the place in a minute. Oh, what about the singing voices? There's only one waiter besides me. Uh, quick, uh, get an apron on. Right. Uh, by special request, Nelly D. <laughs> <laughs> You get the door, laddie, and hold it open. Okay, sir. Right. Next towards it and, uh... Come on. Come on. Oh, Harold, I love you. Agatha, I love... Oh, oh, oh! And the walk has always We're near the door now. I've got your coat, sir. All right, then. Go now, Archie. Let's say goodbye and thanks to all our friends who listen each week. Yes, thanks, folks. And we'll be back. And before we go, I would like to thank all the BBC staff who make our program possible. Our wonderful cast, Beryl Reed, Hattie Jakes, Peter Madden, Ronald Chisney, Harry Seacum, Bernard Miles, all for their wonderful support. Our scriptwriters, Eric Sykes and Ronnie Wolfe, and the BBC Review Orchestra conducted by Harry Rabinovich. May we all join in to say Till we meet on our Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. invite you to enjoy life, Life with Luigi, a new comedy show created by Cy Howard and starring that celebrated actor, Mr. J. Carol Nash with Alan Reed as Pasquale. A year ago, when Luigi Vasco left Italy to start his new life in America... He promised his mother that he would write and tell her about his adventure. Well, now let's read Luigi's letter as he writes to Mama Vasco in Italy. 
dear Mamma Mia. America is a land with a very high standard of a living. Everybody is saving the money so he can buy a refrigerator, a washing machine, a dishwasher, and a vacuum cleaner. Seems like everybody here has got these things. People who can afford it, they buy. People who cannot afford it, they go on a quiz program. <laughs> Another big American thing. Everybody has got a car. They got all kinds of here. There's the sedans, the trailers, the trucks. And Americans are so rich that they even got a car for chickens. That's called a coop. <laughs> a car is a wonderful thing. Do you remember Mama Me and the old country during the war? How American boy is it taking me for driving is a car? Well, it wasn't exactly a car. It was something like a cement mixer. <laughs> and he's to call it a jeep. <laughs> Mamma mia, how that car is a shape. Remember once how we go for a ride? Me and Uncle Pietro and his goat. And when we come back, I'm losing my watch. <laughs> Uncle Pietro loses his teeth. <laughs> And the goat has refused to give her milk for three days. <laughs> Since that time, I'm always the one to own my own car. And after one year, I'm going to save a hundred dollars. And now I'm going to make my dream come true. Of course, with a hundred dollars, I'm not going to afford the new 1949 car. I'm going to have to be satisfied with a 48. But right now is the time for my night school class, so I'm going to go and ask my teacher, Miss Spaulding, for advice about the buying a car. All right, class, all right, let's come to attention. I'll call the roll. Mr. Basco? Present. Mr. Harwood? Present. Mr. Olson? Present. Mr. Schultz? Absent. <laughs> Mr. Schultz, you're present. Why do you say absent? I just want a creative invasion. <laughs> oh, thank you, fellow boobers. Thank you. All right, Mr. Schultz, you can stop bowing. Now, class, our lesson... Oh, yes, Mr. Basco, what is it? Well, Miss Spaulding, today's a bigger day in my life. And I'm like so much if the class is a help me. Well, certainly, Mr. Basco, what is it? Well, today I'm going to buy my own car. A car? And Oh, no, easy. It's a big shot. A big shot is an explosion. Class, <laughs> please. Mr. Basco, why don't you wait until after the bell? I'm sure one of your classmates can help you in the selection of a car. Now, class, our lesson for today is spelling. We are going to study words which contain letters that we don't pronounce. Now, Mr. Basco, will you volunteer to spell the word knife? Knife. K-N-I-F. D is a silent. Not exactly. Mr. Schultz, will you try? I try, but I don't give a guarantee. <laughs> nice. B. Just a moment, Mr. Schultz. <laughs> there is no B in nice. This is a Boy Scout knife. <laughs> Class, I will spell the word. K N I F E. K N I F E. That's Kniffy. <laughs> No, the word is nice. K is the silent letter. K is always silent in front of N. Is that so? What about Knockbook? <laughs> now, will someone in the class give us an example of another word with a silent letter? 
Oh, yes, Mr. Olsen? Yeah. <clears throat> in the sentence, I gnash my teeth. Nash is spelled G-N-A-S-H. And the E is silent preceding the N. <laughs> oh, what a show-off. If I were so smart, I'd shoot myself. <laughs> please, Mr. Schultz, please. That was excellent, Mr. Olsen. Excuse me, Miss Pauling. I'm always annoyed that the Nash has a silent motor, but uh, this is silent the G is in the 49 model, too? <laughs> now, that's the kind of fella I like. That's a dumbbell. <laughs> no, no, Mr. Basco. I can see you can't get your mind off cars. Now, can anyone here tell Mr. Basco where to get a car? Louis. Uh, how about Louis the lunatic? That's right, Luigi. You go right down to Automobile Row on Dearborn Street. Dearborn Street? Yeah, yeah, but you've got to be careful with these dealers, you know. They are all sharpshooters. On account of them, my brother Ludwig got the best buy in his life. In three years, he's never had a flat, never had to change a spark plug, never uses any oil, no trouble at all. What is he buy? A horse and wagon. <laughs> I'm getting a little tired of your... Oh, that's... Oh, sometimes they act like a lot of little school children. To knock boys. <laughs> Excuse me, mister... I'm going to like to buy a car here. Yes, say you picked the right lot to get just what you want. 2300 2700 3500 Anything you like, drive it right out. How much do you want to spend? $100. Uh, <laughs> well, come on over here around the back. We might find something for you. All right. Ah, now, there we are. Here is a fine selection of cars around the $100 class. Uh, nice, eh? Looks just like a museum. <laughs> Well, now, let's see. Just what kind of a car do you have in mind? How, how about a convertible, eh? Do you like to drive with the top down? No, I'm always a wear a hat. <laughs> well, uh, how about this car here? Do you like it? It's an old. No, that's a too old. <laughs> hey, mister, did you ever drive a car before? Well, a long time ago in the older country. Oh, I you see. see. I'm not too long from Italy. I see. Well, now, buddy, I got just the car for you. <laughs> yes, sir, here it is, a stud. Hardly been used in the last 32 years. <laughs> well, look at the dashboard. Only 5,000 miles. And I'm the original guy who pushed back the speedometer. Is <laughs> it good, huh? Oh, it's sensational. Not like any ordinary car, you know. This car is different. No windshield, no bumpers, no radio, no heater, no spare tire, no fuel pump, no radiator. Just a good, honest set of used parts. Uh -huh. <laughs> now... I'm not so sure that you've got the money. If you've got it, put up or shut up. That's the American way. Well, sure, sure. I got the money here. Well, that's the ticket. One hundred old dollar bills. We've been waiting for you. Here's the bill of sale. Sign right here. You got a driver's license? No, but I can drive. Okay, then drive right down to City Hall. Get a learner's permit. Hop in. That's right. We stand behind every car we sell. Only way we can push them off the lot. Get set. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. Mama and I'm going to fight. Three, four, or five miles an hour. Hey, Mr. Feldman, look at me. Hello, Mr. Pellegrino. Hey, Luigi, you've got a car. Hey, look at Luigi. He's a millionaire. <laughs> 
my friend. Hello, Luigi. Hello, hello. Well, Pasquale, take a look. What do you think? What's happening, Luigi? You got a job in the circus? <laughs> what are you talking about, Pasquale? How about just to buy myself a car? What does it look like? How many guesses do you give me? Are uh, you just saying that because I didn't need any help from you? No help from me, eh? Hey, Luigi, why are you putting those two blocks under the front wheel? That's a new invention, emergency brake. <laughs> Pasquale, I know it's not the best car, but at least it's all the mine. Now I can drive down the street and everybody's saying, Look, Luigi, he's a look like a real American. Yeah, and this the car you look like a real American. Buffalo Bill. <laughs> hey, tell me something, Luigi. You got auto insurance? Auto insurance? What's that? Well, it's like a life insurance. Oh. So you don't get a pain until the car dies. <laughs> Looking under your car, I'm thinking somebody's already collected. <laughs> then, I, then I'm going to need the insurance. Oh, but there's insurance you've got to have that's much more important. That's for accidents. There's a single indemnity, that's if you hit a one person. Then there's a double indemnity, that's if you hit a twin. <laughs> but Pasquale, I'm not going to hit anybody. What are you talking about? You've got a car? Use it. <laughs> but Pasquale, I'm just spending all of my money on my car. I'm not going to afford this insurance. Oh, Luigi, that's a bad. Bad? Terrible. Tell me, little man, you got an operator's license? For Pasquale, what for? I'm going to need license. I'm not going to work for the phone company. <laughs> I show how stupid you are. Operator license is a meaning when you hit somebody, you got a license to operate on them right away. <laughs> and you ain't got that either. Oh, Pasquale, all I'm going to is a learner's permit and a book of rules to study. What am I going to do? I should never have bought a car without asking you advice first. Now, that's the first the smarter thing I've heard since we started talking. <laughs> Luigi, when I'm going to see you look so sad, my heart is melted like a parmesan and cheese and a hot spaghetti. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do for you? What, the Pasquale? I'm going to pay for you auto insurance. I'm going to see to it you get your operator license, your driver license, and instead of this old jalopy, I'm going to buy you a brand new car. Pasquale, you going to do all of this for me? But why? Because I'm a love you, you little pumpkin hair. <laughs> With eyes are like a two pumpkin seeds and a nose haggard like a banana. <laughs> oh, stop it, Pasquale. You're making me blush in the street. And now that I'm going to do you a little favor, maybe you do me a little favor. <laughs> favor? What the favor you want I should do for you? Well, while you're down at City Hall getting your driver's license and your operator's license, Maybe you go to the next window and get a one or more license. Well, sure, Pasquale. What's the kind of license you want I should get? Marriage license for my daughter, Rosa. <laughs> no, Pasquale, I'm not going to marry Rosa. She's a too fat for me. Luigi, that's a no fat to call a girl a fat just because she's a happened to weigh 240 pounds. 250. <laughs> what do you say? I say 250. I say 240. She's going to have her supper yet. <laughs> Marry Rosa for a little while. You'd be surprised how my little flower she's going to grow out of you. Pasquale, I'm a no flower pastor. <laughs> All right, you big stupid. And now I'm going to tell you something. They're never going to give you a driver license with that old wreck you bought. 
No? No, you're lucky if you stay out of jail. Jail? Sure. When you start driving through the streets like a crazy man, chasing the people down the cellars and up the roofs and running for their lives, you know what it's going to say in a newspaper headline? What? Chicago's a hit to buy a new atom bomb. <laughs> Mamma mia, I'm just start out to buy a car, and now I'm a lucky if a manager doesn't declare a war on me. For the second act of Luigi Vasco's adventures in Chicago, we turn to page two of his letter to his mother in Italy. So, Mamma Mia, although I'm realizing my big ambition to own a car like a real American, I'm afraid it's going to bring me a lot of trouble. Pasquale is to say my car is a look so terrible, I'm never going to get driver's license, so I'm going to try to fix it up. I'm a shine up with the car nice and a clean with the two cans of the shoe polish. <laughs> also, I'm a put a wall of paper on the inside. <laughs> and to make it a car look more expensive, I'm a paint a spare tire on the back. <laughs> but still, I'm a having a lot of trouble with a car. Three times a day, the street cleaning department is a try to take it away. <laughs> Biggest trouble I'm having is reading the rule books and trying to learn the traffic rules for my driving test. Mamma mia, what's the rule? Put a hand out the for left to turn, hand out the for right to turn, hand out the for a stop, a hand out the for a go. Mamma mia, this book must be for a man with a four hand. <laughs> so I'm sitting here studying when it suddenly has opened up my door. Luigi, my friend, I was just passing by and I had to stop in. I just saw your car outside and I congratulate you on making such a wonderful deal. Oh, thank you, sure. <laughs> How much did the man pay you for taking it off his lap? <laughs> sure, sir, please, I'm paying a man $100 for this car. $100? Sure, do you think I was stuck? Stuck? Luigi, you was harpooned. <laughs> A car like that, I got only one piece of advice for you. What's that? Keep moving, because if you ever stop, people will think you are in an accident. <laughs> well, I got to go now. Goodbye, Luigi. Goodbye, sure. Well, Luigi, sheer up. Smile. Nothing in this world is worth crying about. For a short time, I'm spending my life down on a bad car, and I'm going to go today for a drive and a test. I'm not going to understand the rules, and all that's left for me is to marry Pasquale's daughter, Rosa. If you was in my place, what would you do? Himmel, would I let out a scream? <laughs> well, Luigi, I really got to go now. Now, come on, Luigi, be like me, always happy. Smile, smile. <laughs> my rheumatism is killing <laughs> Mamma mia, another hour I gotta take my driving test. Well, I better look in this traffic rule book and study some more rules. To make the left hand turn, turn into the lane to the right of the center, turning into the roadway. <laughs> but to do not turn. <laughs> Mamma mia, I'm think I'm gonna lost at the last turn. <laughs> well, I read it some more. To make the left into. Hello, Luigi, my little friend and my countryman. What's new with you? Huh? 
Now, Squally, Auntie, you mad at me no more? Me? I'm mad at you? Why, Luigi, shame out of you. You should have known me better than that. You know, there's a two sides to my face. If one side is a mad out of you, the other side is a glad out of you. You know that. You're so right, the Pasquale. That's the way everybody is to call you two-faced. <laughs> That's the funny thing. And when I'm a say it, it's to come out a different. <laughs> hey, Luigi, what's that the pamphlet you're reading? Hold up, Pasquale. I got to go for driver's test in an hour, and I'm studying the rules so I should have passed. Luigi? I'm going to help you out. Nobody's going to know more about a driver's test than me. I'm going to take it ten times. <laughs> then maybe you can tell me, Pasquale. All through this book is this word. Vec. V-E-H-I-C-A-E. Ooh, Luigi, you lucky you got me to explain to you. That's a vehicle. That's a mean a car what's a drunk. <laughs> That's what they call auto-intoxication. Here's the lots I can teach you. See, you drive in a car, you hit a man inside his home. What's this called? What? Home in the side. <laughs> big punishment is a go for that. Very big. They stamp on your license. Must wear glasses. Papa Squally, thank you. Maybe now I have a chance to pass. Tell me, what do you mean by zones? That's a simple. Driving a car is like a game. There's three kind of zones. T-zone, free zone, and an end zone. <laughs> if you hit a man in the T-zone, he's not going to smoke no more. <laughs> and if you hit him in the end zone... They push your car back to five yards. What's the free zone? That's the meaning you can park for nothing. <laughs> now take the traffic lights. There's a green light, that's for go. There's a red light, that's for stop. What's the yellow light for? That's for women to drive. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> Pasquale, thanks so much for your help. Don't mention it. Luigi, you just to give these answers like I'm going to tell you, and you're going to be fixed up for good. Next applicant. Pardon me, mister. You've been waiting here for two hours. What are you waiting for? Well, you've been calling for people who want the applicant. I'm waiting till you call people who want the driver's license. Oh, I see. Well, take your learned permit to booth seven over there, and the inspector will give you your test. Thank you very much. Booth seven. Oh, there it is. Mamma mia, how am I going to drive my car in that little booth? <laughs> oh, excuse me, mister. Uh, have a seat. You got your car outside? Yes. All right, now I'll ask you a few routine questions. First, uh, explain your hand signal. Sure. To make a signal, you got to stick out to your left hand. First, you got to let the window down. <laughs> left hand is to single right to turn, left to turn, and a pass. That's the width of the palm down. The palm down? 
When do you stick your hand out with the palm up? Only when you want to see if it's surrendered. <laughs> Are you sure you can drive a car? Sure, I'm sure. Well, let's go on outside to the road, Ted. All right. Hi there. There's my car. Over there. Is that your car? Uh-huh. I think we have a law covering that. <laughs> Let me look in my book under the sea. Condemned. <clears throat> they must have overlooked this model. Well, let's get in. Uh, does this car always sag like this? Oh, no. Only when a people is a sitting. <laughs> okay, start it up. Choke it. Choke it to where am I going to grab it? <laughs> Pull the choke out there. Oh. All right, it's out. Now, where should I put it? <laughs> oh, brother. Step on the gas. The cars are gone. You see it to work. If it's too windy for you, I'm going to stop and I put in the windshield. Never mind. This is like going through D-Day again. <laughs> yeah, all right, there's a sign. It says no U-turn. What does that mean? Well, that's the simple. It says no U-turn. That's to mean it's a my turn. <laughs> look. Look, there's a stop sign. You want I shoot a stop? I dare you. <laughs> of course, stop. Stop right on the corner of First Street. All right. I said First Street, not Second Street. <laughs> well, I was a close. Is it not so good, huh? Well, watch me on a signal. Didn't you see that car behind you? Where's your rear vision mirror? What the fuck? I need the rear mirror. If I'm going to want to see who's behind me, I'm going to look back like a... Hey, look out! Look out! <laughs> Mamma mia, the car is a stop, but the inspector is to keep on going. <laughs> All right, Mr. Basco, the test is over. You ride back, I'll walk. <laughs> But the why? I'm be happy to drive you back into my car. What are you, a sadist? <laughs> it's a nice day. The sun is shining. I got a wife and four kids. I'll walk. Well, all right, so you walk. I'm a driver. When you get there, a waiter for me. <laughs> Too bad, and he was doing so well. <laughs> My friend, hello, Lou. Luigi, what are you doing with that steering wheel in your hand? Pasquale, I'm just taking my driver's test. Luigi, look at you. Hair is all mussed up, the clothes are dirty and a torn, a face all banged up, you're walking with a limp. You don't look like a driver, you look like a pedestrian. <laughs> What's happened? It's all mixed up. 
All I know is that when I was driving back to the license bureau myself, a car is a come after me. I'm a signal for a stop. I'm a put out the boat in my hand. But it's a big crash. Oh, Luigi. It is all my fault. I put my left hand out of the left window. But to my right hand, it wasn't long enough to reach the other window. Maybe you get your driver's license. But, Swelly, not only am I not to get my license, but they take away my learner's permit. They say I'm a no-can drive for at least one year. And I'm not allowed to walk in the streets for two days. <laughs> Luigi, Luigi, how could one man get himself into so much trouble? Believe me, Pasquale, it's not easy. <laughs> what am I going to do? The man who's calling me head is to say he's going to sue me for everything I'm got. Worse than that, Luigi. Man has probably got a 20 years of life in insurance. That means he can get you 20 years of the life. Mama <laughs> mia, Pasquale, save me, please. Luigi, don't beg. I'm going to help you out of everything. I'm even going to buy you a new car so you still can be proud and like an American. Just to do me one a favor. All right, Pasquale. I'll marry your daughter. Well, say it like you mean it. Go ahead. She's awake. Now call her yourself. All right. Russia. Russia. Put some feeling in it. Russia. Yes, my little angel, you lovers are calling you himself. Rosa, say hello to Luigi. Hello, Luigi. Hello, Rosa. Rosa, poor little Luigi was just in a terrible auto accident. What do you say to him? <laughs> Luigi, you want a band-aid? Oh, shut up your face. <laughs> Well, my children, I'm going to give you my blessing, and we're going to tell everybody... Oh, Mr. Vasco, I'm so glad I found you in. Mama mia, that's the matter. Who's the car I'm a hit? I'm going to fix everything, mister. Oh, are you his attorney? Well, look, I admit everything. It was all my fault. I'm I'm willing to make amends. But I had no right to be driving that car. I had no driver's license, no permit, nothing. But, uh... This has taught me a terrible lesson. Mr. Vasco, I'm prepared to pay for my mistake. Could you promise not to press suit? I'm not to press suit. Oh, Oh, thank you. I'm always a senator Taylor. <laughs> but now, Mr. Bastro, let's settle this whole thing right here. I'm willing to pay you whatever that car is worth, say, uh, uh, five hundred dollars. Oh, no. A thousand dollars? No, no, no. Okay, you got me against the wall. How much do you want for the car? One hundred dollars. A hundred dollars? Well, here, take it, and thank you very much. Wait, another so fast, there's something else. What's the matter? Were you hurt? I got a hole in my pencil from the accident. It's going to cost you 40 cents for the patch. <laughs> Here and thank you. And good night. But, uh, well, Pasquale, thank you for teaching me about a traffic rule. Your assistant. But, uh, Luigi, what a fall you sticking out of your hand now? I'm making a right to turn the back to my store. But what about a rose? A bus to Luigi? Good buy a bus. Be sure to listen next week at this time over most of these stations when Luigi Vasco writes another letter to his mama Vasco describing his adventures in America. Life with Luigi is a Cy Howard production that is written by Mac Benoff and Lou Demon and directed by Mac Benoff. 
Jay Carroll Nash has starred as Luigi Vasco with Alan Reed as the Swallow. Hans Conry the Schultz and Mary Schiff as Miss Falder. Music is under the direction of Lynn Murray. Bob Stevenson speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 